Hey guys, with everyone's busy schedule, time is of the essence, which is why we created this weekly podcast to give you quick insights on politics, business, and even technology. So whether you're working from home or whether you're on the road, join us as we talk about different events that occurred during the week. My name is Jasegan, and with me I have Aaron and Arius, and we're disseminating. So let's jump right in. Hello, my name is Aaron, and coming to you live from Toronto, Canada, I also have Jasegan and Arius. And today in World News, we'll be talking about how Trump skips G20 to play golf, e-commerce giant and business is set to make big dollars, and technology and our phone manufacturers are going really environmental, and, um, and locally, Canadians in Ontario are staring down the barrel of another shutdown. So in World News today, um, hi, Jasegan and Arius, how are you guys doing today? I'm good, Aaron. Arius, how are you guys? I'm good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So uh, I don't know if you guys uh, have been paying attention, but um, the G20 summit's going on. And I just find it interesting that Trump has uh, skipped to play golf. Like, what a <laughs> boss, especially during the the segment of the COVID pandemic. Um, like, what are you, your thoughts on this? Well, you know- I think... Uh, oh. Yeah, go ahead, Jasegan. Oh, no, no. I mean, I was just going to say, like, I, my thoughts were just like, you know, he's not president anymore, or he's, like, is it really important to him type of thing? Maybe that's his mentality? Yeah, it definitely seems like a sore loser kind of mentality, where it's just like he's throwing up, it's almost like he's throwing up his arms in the air, giving up, and it's just like, well, I'm not going to participate in any, any more of my presidential duties. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of unfortunate because the way how it seems as if like you know he might be trying to hurt Biden by not helping him out and 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 uh, with transitioning the power and also with this you know attending the G twenty not taking the responsibility serious, he's actually hurting the American people. You know, I know a few of us on this podcast uh, do agree with certain Trump policies, but. Um, I don't agree with the way how he's uh, been acting towards the end of his uh, tenure. But, um, you know, uh, I give, I I hope that the American people will, you know, uh, have a better future. However, we'll see uh, for things yet to come. Uh, We just want to give the audience a quick uh, update in terms of coronavirus cases. According to John Hopkins University of Medicine, there's 58 million uh, 14,491 cases globally. And um, in the United States alone, you're looking at roughly 12 million cases. Um, here in Canada, we're at uh, 327,000. So this is it for World News. Everyone will be going to uh, business areas. All to you now. So our uh, the darling of Canada's stock exchange, Shopify, has uh seemingly just struck the uh, jackpot um they're poised to get about 500 million dollars us uh in in i guess payouts from a, a stake that they have in in the tech firm a firm uh located in silicon valley uh very interesting they uh, appeared to have bought the options of about 20 million shares of this tech Jeez. firm called the firm at about a penny, a penny a price, or I guess a penny a stock, 
Um, and now this firm is going IPO for about 10 billion US dollars. Wow. Wow. And then for those listeners who don't know, Shopify basically is an e-commerce platform. They basically help people set up an online store to sell their products. And with the COVID pandemic going on, it's been an easier way for businesses to go online and sell their products. And it's been a very growing stock. People have been saying that it might be like the next Amazon. So very, very curious to see how this, uh, how this all plays out. Yeah. And you know, just to add to, the, just to uh, add to that, the, um, just giving some background on a firm because I don't think uh, many people know about it, but basically what they do is um, they help people pay for goods and services uh, through installments rather than paying it like rather than having customers pay full price. Um, so they're what, which would mean that because it's an installments, there's going to be interest rates associated with that as well. So um, interesting tech firm and uh, good for Shopify. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Shopify like jump. It's going to be, it's going to be one of those stocks where I regret not purchasing for sure. Yeah, I definitely regret um, not buying it like a year ago. Well, even at the time, I thought it was expensive. Like it was like three, four hundred bucks, and I thought, man. And now look at it. Like COVID has really um, has really excelled it, and I I really like I have high hopes for Shopify. I hope they don't turn into the BlackBerry of tech world. Hey. But hey, BlackBerry is coming back up. I mean, it's at like seven or eight bucks now. So slowly, slow but steady. That's all. <laughs> I don't think BlackBerry will ever come back. You, to what it you know, before. it's it's so funny that you that you talk about BlackBerry because like the next topic of just like phone manufacturers are they really going environmental? I don't know if you guys have heard, but lately with the new releases of the iPhone, Apple has dropped. Uh, so they're not including earbuds and they're not including the wall adapter. So what they're doing is they're just including the USB cable, um, which is great for people who have iPhone 11s, but the USB cable isn't compatible with older chargers. So Apple's assumption is that everyone has like the latest and greatest. They don't need this hardware. But what about people who are transitioning from Android phones to iPhones? They, they really need this stuff, right? And Apple's big take is, hey, we're going environmental. Uh, you guys don't need this stuff. Uh, we're being environmentally friendly. And this isn't the first time that Apple has done stuff like this. Another controversial thing was like Apple dropping the headphone jack. And Google, a big manufacturer with their first release of the Pixel, said, hey, we're not going to copy Apple. This is a joke. Headphone jack's going to come back the next year. And then all of a sudden, the second year, they, they with their Pixel 2, they dropped the headphone jack. And now in the biggest news, Samsung is following Apple saying, hey, we're not going to include the wall adapter or headphones either. And I honestly, I don't know if they're just using environmental as like a ploy to say, hey, we're dropping this stuff. But I don't know. I really don't think it's realistic that they're saying that it's environmental because people still need to go out and buy headphones and still need to buy out wall adapters. So it's still plastic. It's it, When you think about it, though, Jashigan, it's like the perfect strategy in order to... Um, I guess you say attract those people who are environmentalists because it's like, hey, we're getting rid of all of these um, extra things that could cause problems to the environment. But at the same time, you're gonna have to pay more if, say, if you don't, if you're not, uh, if you don't fit into our exactly. ecosystem. 
So, you know, like, do I agree with Apple? Yes and no. Um, I'm more along the lines of no because I just don't agree with, you know, people having to buy a charger or, you know, a cable to charge their phone or along the lines like that. Like, to me, that does that's unfair. I think there should be, you know, certain things included yep. when you buy the phone, but that's just my opinion. I agree. These are the things that make me so mad about Apple. <laughs> I just <laughs> when I read when I read and hear this stuff, I'm just like it the it's the more I don't want to support a company that's doing that. Like especially when they're making like trillion dollars or they're valued at a trillion dollars. Like it's it's annoying. I understand the save the space saving and you know the headphone jack was a bit of an eye opener, I think, for everybody. And mm-hmm. now here it is. And I mean, I have a Google Pixel, and there's no headphone jack. And I, I'm I'm actually quite fine with it. I think that's that's fine. I prefer the Bluetooth over the cordless head pieces, anyways, or the earbuds. But um, but when they're like knocking stuff off, like like maybe just give some background jazz. Like when they're taking out the wall charger, like what does that exactly mean? Like can they? can how do they charge their phone then like so, what's the option so they give you the the USB-C cable so that it goes from lightning to USB-C but any type of like apple product before the iphone 11 always does usb uh sorry lightning to usb-a so the entire cable itself is different um of course you can use your older chargers to charge the iphone because it does have a lightning adapter but you won't get those fast speeds that everyone's talking about being able to charge their phones at a higher rates um so can they charge it on the wall like or that's what they're taking away like how can you like if they buy an uh, like an iphone and the battery dies which it will because it's only half battery usually when you buy the phone yep and then where are they going to charge it are they forced to go to their laptop well yeah so you would pretty much have to go to a laptop that has a USB-C uh port unless you actually have a charger that you can use right okay and like that's the thing like i i mean in the name of environmentally friendly or in the name of um minimalist they're making these sacrifices but people are just gonna end up buying this the stuff anyways like yeah i mean i could be wrong but i feel like that's kind of the point is that it seems more like a money grab really is that like it is it's like let's find a way to jack up the price or let's find a way to like i like (laughs) be with with the accounting mind that i have i can totally see what's what the discussion is in the back office it's like okay we have these parts how can we create more value or how can we create more profit for each part well let's let's break it up into pieces and charge a little bit more like a fraction more yep than if it was in a bundled sale and then that's how they do it and it's brilliant really like it's Mm -hmm. it's a very smart idea but like people are just going to end up buying these accessories anyways so it's not really like an environmentally friendly option yeah. like it still happens right yep but to be but to be fair areas though i'm not trying to support apple and you know their methodology or their i guess you would say the way they are conducting their business but as you said google follows suit with apple they got rid of the headphone jack who's to say that google wouldn't do the same thing it's funny year? because samsung's planning to do that they're planning to get rid of the wall adapter and potentially the headphones as well so yeah, I don't yeah, I 
you're probably right. I mean, uh, Apple is definitely the leader in, in this. And, uh, but I, it just kind of bugs me. It, <laughs> like, it just like frustrates me that they do this kind of thing. Um, like certain tactics. Yeah. Because you know, I, I, you know, it's like a cash grab, right? Like if you go to the Apple website, yes, you can buy the charger and for 25 bucks. And yes, you can buy headphones for 25 bucks, but they're expecting you to do that. They're like, oh, okay, listen, you're coming from an Android. I guess sucks to be you. You're going to need that wall adapter. Yeah. I also look at it maybe as a move of desperation too, because um, everybody's got a smartphone. The smartphone growth has been pretty marginal in the last few years. Mm -hmm. And and it's not like what it used to be when phones first started coming out. So I think yep. companies now are starting to get desperate, especially Apple. Like Apple's kind of been chided before in the past about their lack of innovation and lack of growth and how it's just really all about iPhones and microphones and computers. And they haven't really branched out like other companies have. Um, so, I mean, now they are with their TV, which is kind of an odd thing, but. Yeah, I think there's some. So, sorry, I think there's just some points of desperation there. It's funny you say that, Arius. You bring up such a good point because if you look at a business life cycle, like you look at the five different areas of business life cycle, like the launch, the growth, the shakeout, the maturity, the decline. Apple, I think, is past the stage of the growth. It's past the stage of the shakeout, but more at the maturity, and it's it's trying to stay at that stage of maturity where it can keep. Um, it's re- reoccurring customers, but you bring up a good point where I think they're trying to expand their business and come up with other services like the Apple yep. TV and you know um, the the news and stuff like that, so that they can keep sales going. Because otherwise, they'll be on the decline end of a business life cycle. Like you know, and, so uh, I think that's such no, a definitely. Point. And I think we're, like we should talk about this a lot more because companies are transitioning more into a subscription model, right? Like leaving leaving Apple aside, let's say you go because I'm looking into getting a doorbell camera. If you were to buy a doorbell camera, you need to buy a subscription to get your storage, right? To get the footage uh, saved on the cloud and actually retrieve it. Uh, looking into the Ring doorbell, you can get the you can get the Ring doorbell, but you need a subscription. And I think a lot of companies are doing this. They're trying to build a subscription model to continue having those customers. Yeah. That, that's an, a great point, Jasegan. You know, like a lot of businesses have gone to subscription-based businesses. And do you think it's like, it, it's almost like it's not fair to the consumer, but in order for us to, you know, have certain products and services, this is what the future entails, right? So is, we're no longer in the days where you can just buy a product and then that's it. No, you, they we're going to keep you on subscription so that you can keep coming back for more and, you know, and, and part of a, subscri- a subscription-based modeling is that they can kind of force you to upgrade, mm-hmm. you know, because they can stop, you know, upgrading that version of whatever service or product you bought. And they're therefore kind of, you know, kind of forcing the consumer to upgrade. So I think that's another valid point. Um, yeah, no, well. definitely. Um, because there's always limitations on what you can do without a subscription, right? Like, take, uh, take Apple Music, for example. Like, you can't really listen to any of the music there without getting a subscription. And as well, you can't even listen to the radio itself. So, like, general radio without getting a subscription. So, I don't know. 
And I, 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 it's not just me bashing on Apple all the time. Like I, I have a bunch of Apple products as well. But I really think subscription is like the future. Yes, yes. And, you know, it's, it's ironic because like everybody's going to be on a subscription. And, um, you know, our, 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 you, if you look at like COVID, for example, sorry to go back mm-hmm. to COVID, but um, a lot of people are going to be buying more subscriptions, like buying Apple Music, buying Spotify and listening to music because people are at home. They're not really doing anything and they're just looking ways to buy time. So a lot of these businesses, th- these are different models um, on how they're going to make money and, and continue in the future. But speaking of COVID, um, uh, let's transition a little bit into the yep. local news. Um, as you can see, Ontario uh, is going back into a lockdown more specifically in Peel, York, um, not York, but I believe it's Peel and Toronto yep. region. Um, and they're going to be closed for 28 days. Like, what do you think is the impact on, like, the first of all, the mental health of the people and as well as the economic uh, well-being? Because, like, look how much money we have already given out. So what more can we do? Like, So, so before we jump on that, and I apologize, I am pissed off because York is not included in that list. I don't know if you've seen a lot of people are just like, oh, we're just going to go to York. We're just going to go to York and go do our shopping. Uh, and one. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Uh, but sorry, go on. No, no, but like, ahead, I don't, please. I don't, I don't get it because uh, this is—it's not a joke. It's—it's it's actually serious. The cases are rising. The numbers are getting so high, substantially higher than what we had like over what over March, April, May. So yeah, yeah. And 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 another thing is, you brought up a point where um, I was talking about it yesterday with my girlfriend. Uh, how people are coming in from Toronto and like how, you know, how they have the new color coding system for each region. They just moved Durham into red, but they haven't completely shut mm-hmm. us down yet. So a lot of those people from Toronto that were like going to the gyms and doing certain things and, 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 and going to the different places are now coming into Durham region. So now you don't know if these people are coming in with COVID, you know, that we're not saying, Oh, you can't come, but you know, they shouldn't come in theory because if people do have the virus and they're coming into different regions, it's just going to spread the yep. virus more. So um, that's another great example. But uh, regarding the economics, like I don't know how the small businesses are going to survive because Doug Ford, I don't know if you watched him. He was like begging people to support like local mm-hmm. restaurants and local businesses because you know, the truth is, how much more money can the government spend to keep us afloat? I don't think it's going to be sustainable. Like, I think a lot of small businesses are going to start closing down. And this is a huge problem. Mm. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I noticed, too, is that mm. a lot of office buildings are uh, closing down. Like, for example, even with um, a company that we are associated with, they uh, decided to get rid of the office, it almost seems like. And, um, you know, the, the way that we're starting to, you know, um, work, it's going to be working from mm-hmm. home model. So what's the purpose of having an office building? You know, uh, anybody that's in that industry, like commercial real estate or REITs, you have to really evaluate what's going on and really consider these things. Like these are some very uncertain times we're living yep. in right now. I agree. Um, this doesn't mean you should sell all your REITs, by the way, just, keep them in mind but um 
no, definitely a lot of things are being impacted because we're transitioning. I don't want to say transitioning. We've already transitioned into a work to work from home schedule. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So my, my, my take too on the mental health, I do think a lot of people over the holidays in the winter going into next year, the mental health state, if people are not aware of their own mental health, it's going to get bad because we've already been locked up for so long. And as we know, human beings are not meant to be locked up for such a Mm -hmm. long time. And you can see the fatigue on people. This is why, you know, people are, are, are kind of relaxing a bit. People are gathering. So the question is how much longer can the public, you know, be on lockdown for, yeah. you know, so. so yeah. I, I, if you, Sorry, Aries, go on, go on. Uh, so, as, so do you think there'll be a big impact though? Because we've already been living in a sort of a pseudo lockdown and obviously restaurants will be heavily impacted and barbers and probably the gym. Um, and of course like theaters, but like how much of a difference will there be? Cause I, I don't really think there'll be a major difference from where we are now to going into this like lockdown again to when it was before at the beginning, when it was like zero to a hundred and it was like a very drastic change in, in the springtime. You know what I think though, because we're transitioning into a winter weather, it's going to be a lot more colder. People are going to stay home. People are not going to want to go outside in the snow. And I think things might get worse. But that's that's what I think when it comes to mental health. Fair point. Um, yeah, that's a great point. In regards to business, I think things are going to get worse. Um, according to, I, I believe it's the Small Business Association, and I'm not too sure, the exact association. Don't uh, paraphr- I'm just paraphrasing, but um, they were saying that it's this lockdown is going to be detrimental to small businesses, especially restaurants and gyms, because they have a certain burn rate per day of money that they're not, you know, they they're, they're, they're that that are not circulating into their business. So they're having to shut down. They're having to get rid of people, get get cut payroll, cut costs. Plus, they have their lease, and if they can't meet their lease, then they're going to have to shut down. So these are all things that we need to consider, like grocery stores and other stores that can sell, let's say, for example, do curbside pickup. They still might be able to survive in this environment. But the question is, are they able to meet or break even? That I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see how things are going to progress. Um, do you know if there's any more stimulus coming into the economy or is that? Um, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not too sure. I like I, I believe there's funding for small businesses. Um, however, I, uh, according to Justin Trudeau, though, it seemed almost as if they were signaling that, you know, the, the CERB is going to dry up in certain other uh, funding opportunities for businesses is going to dry up. Uh, But with us going back into another 28 day shutdown, I don't know how that's going to work. So I guess it's just, we will have to see what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very curious to see how things are going to progress. I mean, even with the potential vaccine, right. From Pfizer, um, who knows there could be hopes. I'm hopeful. 
Oh, yes. And and and, and to our viewers, we that's a great point. Um for our next podcast, we're going to be talking more in depth about the COVID uh, uh, virus and the vaccination around it. Hey guys, looks like you made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's topics. We want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the topics that we discussed today? Feel free to leave your answers on our Instagram and Twitter at Disseminate News or even email us at DisseminateNews at ProtonMail.com. And if you found us interesting, please like and share the podcast as it helps us grow the Disseminate community. Remember to come back the same time next week for another round of weekly updates. Thanks again and let's make a change in a world of chaos.